Welcome to season four of the Be Your Own Kind podcast. I am so excited to share some new ideas and experiences with you and also introduce some more wonderful, fantastic people on the platform. Be sure to visit our site, www.beyourownkind.com to be able to keep up with the latest news and the latest blogs and content. Also, we have a Facebook community that involves giveaways, touch base, and exclusive deals. If you like the content, be sure to tip your girl Lamarcha T on Kofi, located at ko-fi.com backslash beyourownkind24. Thanks again for your continued support and enjoy the episode. Good evening, Kiana. How are you today? Good evening. I'm fine. I'm doing well. Okay, okay, okay. Yes, Um. I'll, where are you located? I'm in Memphis, Tennessee. Oh, it's hot. I was going to ask you how was the weather today, but it's always yeah, hot. Yeah, it's hot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here in Indiana sweating like, yes, we went from like uh, winter to summer. There was no spring, but absolutely right. no spring, yeah. Well, we got a little bit of spring, but yeah, you're right. It's like Monday, starting Monday, it was hot. So <laughs> I actually had shorts on Tuesday. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, this weather is kind of doing its own thing. Um, but thank you, to, thank you for being a guest on the podcast. Um, always exciting to meet a beautiful face and a beautiful spirit. Um, I I read um, like your short bio of your of your story, and it was so inspirational. I'd just like you to share your story with us today. Well, first of all, I want to say thank you for letting me be on here and speak to uh, talk today. Um, yeah, um, I'm from Memphis, Tennessee. Um, I was born with uh, end stage renal disease, um, and in because of that, I develop heart issues as well. I've had two kidney transplants, um, as well as a heart valve replacement. I've had several, several surgeries, but um, what prompted me to write my book. Uh, why not me a story of strength endurance and faith is because I wanted to inspire others uh, people have always told me that oh you're so strong you're such a soldier and and I'm like okay I don't get it but as I got older I got it um foundation my foundation of faith has helped me through a lot so um I, I would like I'm, my reason in writing this book because I want to help others chronic ill uh, chronically ill young women you know who may be going through and just wondering why me and it's it's not always that why me um, you can transform your mind and God can let you know that why not me he used the least he used the least of uh, um, them in the Bible people who nobody even thought could be used to perform miracles and works and wonders you know so why not me um and like i say so i've had and it's not even just the it's not even just the illnesses that i've dealt with i've dealt with life issues depression um bullying um peer pressure soul ties I talk about all of that in my book but I talk about how you can overcome as well um how you can overcome all of that with just the foundation of God 
love that. I love that. So what have you, so you, so in a point you said you felt well, like, why me? So what point in your life did it transition to why not? Um, I think back in 2020, when I wrote the book, I was getting going into a deep depression again. And I was also in the midst of kind of, I've always believed in God, but just wavering, you know, in that why is this always happening to me? Um, and when, when the pandemic first started and, you know, they were doing the better at home, thing where everybody had to stay at home and I was actually working in a hospital and my doctors they recommended that I stop working in the hospital because of the environment and it was too risky for my own health um and like I said I was going into a deep depression and one day I just laying in the bed I just heard God say write about it write it and in writing writing it all out, writing about my life, um, and reading and researching in the Bible that helped me transform to, okay, why not me? Okay. He used the woman with the issue of blood. He used several people, um, he used people, parents, he used people, friends, he used, so why not me? Why am I complaining? All of this stuff. Why not me? I can do this too. So I think the point in 2020, after I had, was about to go into depression, after I had found my new church that, I, that I've that um, i been going to, because I left my home church, mm-hmm. and um, I was actually going to go on a church tour. And I started at my home, the church that I'm at now, and I ended there, and they're up the street from me. So I'm like, wow. So just getting that foundation and more, understanding um from my pastor and everything all of that just it it shifted my mind slowly but surely and birthed that book for me wow that's amazing that's amazing we but you're right you know when i when i read some of those stories i'm like man i just i feel like i complain about like the little stuff and then you read like not even just not just bible stories but just stories in general and, and you see people with better spirits that, right. you know, working for God, you know, fulfilling his purpose. Right. And I'm over here with a hangnail and I'm just like, oh, why, why? You know, so I right. love the change of perspective because, first of all, um, it could be it could be worse, you know. And it, there are people that we always think when our situation is worse, there's always someone else carrying a heavy cross. And so um, instead of us complaining about our small cross, we should pretty much get over ourselves and help somebody else with theirs, you know, pray for somebody else, serve through, you know, serve and serve in a way of, I got mixed up with my my, uh, sentence, but just out there serving by helping others and pouring into others. Um, And sometimes I find when you're pouring into others, it kind of distracts you from what's going on in your life and kind of allows God, allows God the space to move in your situation because you're not hit business. Um, So that's why it's so important with servitude because it gets you out your head and it actually gets you out of God's business. Right, exactly, exactly. And that just goes along to something God told me just last week. um, It is necessary. 
Not it was necessary, but it is necessary. What you're going through right now, it is necessary. I'm going, um, a thing that I'm going through right now um, is grief. Uh, I lost my mom in September of last year um, from COVID and me and her were really close, like best friends. And I'm going through this moment of loneliness feeling lonely because like I said we were together all the time to the point she actually was a kidney transplant patient as well um March of this year would have been three years she had her transplant and you know so we were had stuff in common all the way down to the health issues so I'm talking about going to the same doctors everybody knew when they saw me they saw her they're going to Thompson girls they coming so you know um just the change and the shift in my life going on right now has also shifted my perspective about life. And it is also, um, like I said, I was riding home one day from dialysis and I just heard God tell me it is necessary. It is necessary for everything that I'm going through right now this season to birth because I know it's more books in me coming. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm in the worst of creating my business, building my business, which is um, called Here on Purpose. Um, just to, and it's just going to be built around helping chronically ill people understand, you know, and go through their own journey, helping them go through their own journey of strength, endurance, and faith so that they can realize and understand that they are here on purpose. Um, their illness and what they're going through is not that don't define them. Um, I had to realize that myself in writing that book, the illness, my illnesses and what I'm going through, all my scars, all my, that's, that don't define me. Right. You know, what defines me is in Christ and who God says I am. So, um, yeah, like I said, he said it is necessary. So I'm just, I'm in a big learning um, period right now, season in my life. And I'm excited because I've seen and I know I'm hurting still, you know, because of my mom. I'm every day missing her. It was hard. First um, Mother's Day, Sunday, I got through that. And I know I'm going to get through a lot because she helped me too, also with my faith. And she was my biggest supporter, you know. So I'm going to get through that. And I know with God and Him helping me, I, like I said, I have more books. I'm planning on, I want, I would love to be a coach and, and I would love to speak at events, you know, just serve, serve people, like you said, and not, so I can get out of God's business <laughs> and not be, God, what, where does this go, you know, and help other people. That's, that's my ultimate goal. I love that. I love that. And my condolences to you, um, a lot your mom. Thank um, you. And I won't even sit here and say, you know, that I know what you're going through, but my heart does go out to you. My, I, my mom, I lost my grandma, but my, you know, was my mother's mom. And so mm-hmm. I just see her grief. And so, um, you know, it's, it's a day by day thing, you know? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So um, my condolences to you. Um, mm-hmm. So the quote on your website is, not until we are lost do we begin to understand ourselves. First of all, that is super deep. I read that like five times. I really <laughs> okay. like processed it 
and like understand it. And I think I got the understanding, but I wanted to ask you yeah. <laughs> of your, of your, yeah. Well, it, it was a, a quote that I found and when like you, when I found, when I first read, I'm like, wow, this deep. And I, when I'm thinking into it, like, but you, you, you're, you can't understand yourself until you're lost, you know, um, you can't really understand what you're going through or you just basing your life and everything off of everybody else, but because you lost, right. but then when you go seeking first God, seek ye the king, first the kingdom of God and all things else will be added unto you. And when you seek God, he will help you find not only him, but yourself and your purpose. And that's what I got from the quote. Yeah, I, I love that quote. I was like, this this is so deep, you know. <laughs> I, I feel like you're at your most vulnerable when you're lost, right? Right. Because you don't know where you're going. Right. You know, but when you know it all or you're in a in a um familiar situation, you don't need guidance. I know this, like you don't need guidance to get around your house. Right. When you go to somebody else's house, where's the bathroom? Where's the kitchen? Right. Where's the that? And I feel like that's when um, I think this kind of um, relates to the, the scripture of him, you know, using us in our weakest, in our weakest point. So right. And so that's what I that's what I took from that. Like, wow, mm-hmm. wow. When I don't when I'm at that area where I'm like, I don't know what this is. Like you say, you're in a season with your life. Like, I don't know what this is. You're at your most vulnerable because you have to wholeheartedly depend on him. Right. You have no idea what this is, where to go, what to do. So yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I love that quote. And I probably just said exactly what you just said, but that's I really I really <laughs> like that quote. <laughs> so I know that, you know, you have the um the fortitude to and the desire to reach out to others who are um dealing with chronic diseases or, or illnesses, um who may feel alone, which I think is, is super, super dope. Um, for anyone listening to this podcast today that is in that situation, what advice, and they just want to throw in the towel, what advice would you have for them? Don't give up. Don't just, it, it gets better. There's been a lot of situations. I'm talking about deathly ill situations and I talk about them in my book. I have been on the, um, I have been intubated three times mm-hmm. um, and I have been through major surgeries, had infection out through my body. And at that point, you feel like this is the end. You feel like there's nothing else that will be turned, but it gets better. Stay focused on God, pray. And I mean, it gets better. I, even with the, I had COVID too um, in August and both of me and my mom got sick. We were both in the hospital. I got better within a week. She ultimately died a month later, but um, I developed a lung issue because of that. And in that timing and the months to come, I was like, oh, now my lungs messed up. I can't really breathe. I got I'm dependent on oxygen. But hey, I went to the doctor just Tuesday to for a follow up at the lung doctor. They said things hadn't got worse. They the same, but they haven't got worse. It got better. I don't need oxygen everywhere I go now. Um, I only need it when I lay down at night. You know, it got better. You got to just give yourself grace. Just like God gives you grace, give yourself grace and it will get better. Stay focused on um, improve, building yourself, serving, helping others 
and it 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 it, it gets better. I love that because as long as you have breath in your body, you have purpose. Right. You know, and all this other stuff, I feel is it's a distraction. Yeah. No matter what the situation is, your purpose is to reach others and help others. Exactly. Uh, I think that is that is so beautiful, so beautiful. So you, but where can people find the book? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you can find my book on my website. Um, www.authorkeonatanae.com You can also get it on Amazon and they can also get it on Barnes and Noble. Um, and that this is my book and the title is Why Not Me? A Story of Strength, Endurance, and Faith. But yes, you can find it on all three of those platforms. Um, I'm working on now revamping my website but they definitely definitely can still get it on my website and Amazon and BarnesandNoble.com. Like you're revamping it. It's, it's beautiful now. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. But if you like me, I'm like, I need to change. I'm looking at Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I need to change. I, I got it built when I, what, in 2020, when I first published the book. And it's just uh-huh. a couple of things I want to do. Um, And I, I also write blogs too and i wanted to be um wanted to be more visible where they can get to my blogs so um you can because it's on my page but you have to search for it you know the blog button and i want it to be more accessible so people can just go to it and read it so i've wrote two blogs uh so far but yeah what are they about uh the first one is about the I wrote it, the first one was, it was five months after my mom passed. So it was just about everything that happened in my family and the change in my family um, since then. And then the other one is uh, about, uh, it was dedication to my mom. I did, I released it on Mother's Day. It's called Dear Mama, um, Happy Mother's Day. But also I talk about memories in there, but I also talk about and try to encourage young women who um, have their mothers, but have kind of this disconnect and has always had this disconnect um, to, I try to encourage them to, you know, keep trying with your mom because you, once she's gone, she's gone. Um, And it's you, and when you try, it's, you know, at least you're trying. And if it's up to your mom to, you know, to receive you, but just know you tried. And, you know, just just encouraging young women to, because I know that it's a lot of young women that, that did not have good relationships with their mom or don't have good relationships with their mom like I did. And it grieves my heart for them. Because, I mean, I'm like, man, my mom was like one of a kind. I can't believe that other women, you know, and I kind of give my mom a backstory on her her relationship with her mom. So it's a good read. It's a good read. And the first one is, too, is um, called Living a Why Me, a Why Me Lifestyle with a Why Not Me Mind Frame. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. And you are so right. We only get one set of parents um and sometimes it's not perfect but that don't mean we can't stop trying we can't stop reaching out and i think a lot of people um take the whole honor your mother and father like it's it's another end of that spectrum where 
you have um, kind of an, a, a verbally abusive or, you know, like right. Right. mom and dad, but that doesn't mean, you know, you, you have to put up with that. You set right. your boundaries, but still don't like completely cut them out your life because what I found out the older that I got, you know, growing up, I'm like, oh, if I'm struggling with no kids mentally trying to grow up and figure out who I am, how mm-hmm. on earth were they doing this trying to take care exactly. of another and they have their own past, they have their own triggers, they have their own goals, you know. Um, and so when as I grew older, I, I just play more grace towards my parents. Right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly, because look, I I grew up with my both my parents, but my mom she had three kids, and like me and my oldest brother were six. My mm-hmm. oldest brother had cerebral palsy; he couldn't walk, talk, um, none of that until the day he passed. Mm-hmm. He was born a normal, healthy child. Then three months old, he caused sp- spinal meningitis, and they didn't catch it in time, and he ended up um, with cerebral palsy and total care. So she had her, she had him. My um, middle brother, he's okay, um, he's healthy. But then here I come with all these health issues. Then she, on top of that, she's trying to be a wife. On top of that, she was going to school, nursing school. She was like, "Hey, I'm taking care of, I'm taking care of children and illnesses, and I may as well go to school so I can learn how to do it right." So you know, she in nursing school doing that in heavy in the church just it's like wow one of me and my best friends we think we talk about that all the time like our parents i was like superheroes how are they doing all of this we talk about that all the time and see you and when you're a kid they are superheroes when you get older and you start realizing like oh you got a couple of flaws there so right, then like right. you're younger and then you're judging then you then you're judging them <laughs> Yeah, like well, you're not this. You're not this enough. When they and I feel like already in the back of their mind, they felt they could have did some things better with their kids. So exactly. now they have this adult kid, kind of just like their biggest fear. You did this. And you did that. Right. You know, and and yes, it might have been stuff they unintentionally did that might have affected you, but it was unintentionally because they were growing mm-hmm. up themselves. So exactly. that's why it just pays to just give grace to your parents. So I do yeah. agree with that. Like no matter what the relationship is with your mom or your dad right. you know give grace because they got their stuff too they do <laughs> they do they they have their stuff too and what and makes them even more awesome is they put that some of that stuff aside to take care of you. to take care of you yeah <laughs> exactly and I, my biggest thing is hey if god can give us grace who are we not to give anybody else grace you know give ourselves grace because god give us grace give us grace every single day so who are we not to give other people grace you know and mercy and mercy and mercy yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so i mean it's it's if and i think in order to even get to that point with anybody not just your parents you have to allow yourself to feel how you feel and then Mm -hmm. work on healing from that then i think once the healing is is occurring you realize you start seeing that person different way like this is a, a hurt person right <laughs> right they they're hurt what am i so like they they're hurt and another thing is mental health month so you know and when you realize the person is hurt and realize they need therapy i mean that can that make you give them even more grace you like 
And I'm not I'm not afraid to say that I have I've had therapy too, you know. Because I'm in therapy. <laughs> yeah. But going through everything I've been through and I need it and it's okay. Um it's kinda like a stigma, especially like in the black churches and like you don't need therapy, you need God. But God wouldn't have um created the position if he knew his people didn't need it, you know? Right. That's how I feel about that. Right. I don't I don't know if it's viewed as you being a weak person or I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I feel stronger because I gave it I can pray and go to my therapist. Right. I'm not yeah. I'm not leaning on my therapist, but yeah. God gave me a therapist as a tool to cope through because he know how he made my brain. Exactly. Um, so I, I totally get it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I totally get it. So here at BYOK. We have a signature question. If you could describe yourself in one word, what would it be and why? Um, I would say I would I describe myself as uh, an overcomer, and because everything that I've been through, literally, I have overcame it, or I am in the process of overcoming it. Um, I tell people that they say I'm strong. They say I'm strong. I'm such a fighter, but that's another way I guess I, a fighter. They said I don't know nothing else but to do fight. I came in this world fighting, <laughs> so that's all I know to do is fight. Um, like I told you when I was telling, when I was talking to you earlier, um, I just got out the hospital. Literally, literally last night I was. They had me. In um in the hospital bed in the hallway all night long. I got they let me go this morning and I'm up now, you know, just I overcame it. The issue that I was going through, they saw to it, I overcame it, I'm doing I'm fighting. I don't know nothing else to do but fight and overcome and try to help others fight and overcome. Love that. Love that. Because, um, what's, I mean, what's the alternative, right? Right. <laughs> what else we gonna do? Just lay down and give up? What's right. The, and what's, the, what, what's that gonna do for you? You know? Keep you in that same spot? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Kiana, you are so inspirational. You really, really are. And I love that you are sharing your light with others. Because there's so many people that's looking for that light. You know, they're they're in that dark space. They're just looking for their life. They're looking for not to be judged. They're looking not to even be pitied. You know, right. just just to be treated as a person. Right. And that was my biggest thing. That has always been my biggest thing. I talk about that in my book too. That I never want to be judged. I never want to be pitied. Like, don't pity me. Like, just understand me. Right. Just know what. Try to understand where I'm coming from. I'm just like you, just a little different, but I'm just like you. That's why I love, I love your um, be your own kind. I love that because that's all I'm trying to be is be my own kind. I love that. Thank you, thank you, girl. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I know that you are, you're looking into, uh, you have future projects, you were saying about being a coach and, you know, um, brushing up the, the beautiful, the already beautiful website. Are there any um, projects that you didn't mention that's upcoming? No, uh, well, I want to do a planner and a workbook too, okay. to go coincide with my um, coaching, the workbook. And the planner, I want to do it um, mainly towards for people with chronic chronic illness. But because you know me, I forget taking my forget the time to taking my medicine. Sometimes um, you have so many medicines, you have so many doctor visits. So I want to do something tailored to that. But then mm. also have some inspirational stuff in there too to help them want motivate, be productive through the day with working with starting their own businesses with doing things like this so yeah i'm okay. in the work of doing that as well i love that hey this you heard this first don't go stealing ideas right 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 that's a great idea because it's, it's hard to keep up with all them doctor's appointments and i can imagine yeah mm -hmm. yeah um i know my grandma uh paternal grandma have it all on the calendar to try right. to look at it but if she missed it she you was putting things in the phone. And <laughs> she's like, oh, I got something tomorrow. Yes, just look at the calendar. So to have everything there, and she's always looking for papers and rattling around. So yes, that's totally me. <laughs> yeah, I'm a planner girl at heart too. I love planners. I got a bunch of planners over here on my desk. I have, uh -huh. I love pens and paper and all journals and notebooks. So I just want to create my own, kind of put my own spin to it. I love that. I love that. Um, once again, um, thank you so much for being on our show. Um, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Facebook at Arthur Kiana Tanay. Yeah, Arthur Kiana Tanay. Or just my, my personal page, Facebook is Kiana Thompson. Or you can find me on Instagram at Arthur Kiana Speaks. And um, yeah, those are my, that's mainly what I'm on right now. Okay, okay, that's a pretty name, Kiana Tanay. I like it. I like the comment. Thank you. <laughs> so, listeners, I hope that you um have found yourself inspired and gave you a little ump to keep going. No matter what you're going through, you gotta fight because the other alternative, there is no alternative. Mm -mm. Fight. That's the thing. We're gonna we're gonna exit. We're just gonna just get rid of all alternatives and just keep right. going and pressing forward. You know, towards our purpose. And until next time, don't don't forget to be kind to yourself and to each other. Bye. Bye.